minus 40 seconds. T minus 30 seconds. T minus 20 seconds. Own it, own it, Kong. I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk. The number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. What's up, y'all? Happy Friday. Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. This is the WWT Live edition. My name is TK Trinette, and we are going to get into a lot of news happening today. It feels like it's not going to end. Um, I feel like we're going to feel we're going to have news, like serious news, not that fluff stuff until WrestleMania. But I am not alone. We have Professor Bonner in the building as well as Blue. What to do? Hey. How y'all doing? Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, guys? What's good? Good, good, good. We are good. So we have some new segments. I actually forgot that I don't have a drop for this segment, but, you know, ah, we'll do it anyway. Um, our new you. segment is called Off the, um, sorry. Yeah, our yes. new segment is Off the Top Rope. So that's going to yes. be our first segment, our first story. Who has it? What are we, what are we talking about? Well, let's go straight off the top rope with something that's kind of rare. We don't get to see very many interviews with the number one contender for the AEW World Championship. That would be MJF, who, of course, made his long-awaited return at All Out. Everybody's been paying attention to what he's going to do. And so, for some reason, Ariel Helwani lands all the big interviews. He had the massive interview with Triple H just a couple of weeks ago. And then he lands this interview with MJF on his show called The MMA Hour. Now, on this show, which was previewing uh, the big show that happened this past Wednesday night, MJF dropped a lot of very interesting information. One of the pieces of information that he dropped is about his new contract or what happened with his contract. So he was asked if that whole thing with that big promo that he cut where he was off of television, was it real? And I love MJF in interviews because for him, everything is real. But <laughs> what he did say was, in fact, no, this was legit. He uh, took the following two weeks after that, took his now fiance over to Greece. They spent two weeks there. And then according to MJF, he spent the rest of his time literally in his house. He said he was not leaving his house until... The money got right. And so he made Tony Khan uh, give him a deal that, quite frankly, he couldn't refuse. And so the deal that MJF got is that he has an updated contract that's going to give him now over $1 million a year. And perhaps the best part of that is he did not have to sign an extension with AEW. So... He gets more money than what he was getting. And what he was saying before in terms of what he was getting paid, he said he was getting paid grossly less than a ton of other people in other companies as well as AEW who were doing far less. So he obviously held out, did what he needed to do, managed to get that contract straight. So now he's making over a million dollars to, to, uh, to do what he does per year. Contract still ends on January the 1st, 2024. And according to him, he's going to go to whoever the highest bidder is. So if it's WWE, he even said if some random person creates a company that's willing to pay him more, he's loyal to the green, not to him. Well, I mean, at least he's, I mean, that's just what today's society is now. Like, long it gone is. are the days where, you know, company and employee kind of 
look out for each other. It's just like, who, what can you do for me? And also I think a valuable lesson, maybe that should be like the next segment, mm -hmm. know your worth. Because if he sat, if he like, you know, didn't sit at home and he was like, I need a job, I need this and did sit in, in mm -hmm. it and know his worth, then he yeah. wouldn't have gotten that money. Like no you know, way. AEW would have gave him less. So, sure. you know, know your worth beyond wrestling, just in general, whether it's, yeah. you know, school or work or whatever, like that's just like super important. So it's a valuable teaching moment from MJF. That's right. That's Professor. A, feel, sorry. Sorry. I feel like that's a double-edged sword because at the end of the day, you agreed to a certain contract and you knew that you were obligated to do certain things, right? Um, I understand that your stock rises as time goes on and usually you do uh, – renegotiation at the end of your contract but i understand where it was a situation where he was getting paid x amount of money and he's like way 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 past that value and that's on tony khan as well that he should have saw that and like all right maybe we need to renegotiate this on our side because clearly being used more than we expected to use you and, and things of that nature that's why i said it's a double-edged sword because now it runs the risk of other people in the background mm -hmm. um and backstage that see that this is what mjf did to get his money, then I'm gonna have to do like soon as I reach a certain uh, certain status, I gotta do the same thing. Um, not saying that everybody can reach the, the status that MJF arrived at in that short period of time of two years, but it just it just sets a bad precedent on both sides. Like you can't just walk out in a company and stay out at home and wait for your money. And then two on the other side is like you if you see somebody value grow, you gotta approach that. You can't just let, you can't let it reach that boiling point that it did. So I don't think AEW would have ever said, oh, you're worth a lot more than we're paying you. Let's give you some money. Not yeah, just AEW. No other company right, yeah. is going to sit back and say, hey, you're making me tons of money. I just want to give you more. They're not going to do that. So I think he had to do that. And most people, when they're working at jobs, one of the differences between perhaps what he signed and what, you know, when we go to a job, there's a yearly evaluation at least. Right where you get the opportunity to get some sort of increase. So the idea that when he came into AEW, he'd just come from MLW, they weren't sure of what he was going to be able to do. He's obviously killing it as the number one heel in the company. If they aren't going to proactively give him the money that he deserves, then he should have done. Because at the end of the day, they are having to all look out for themselves. And if not, here it is. Can you imagine? And, and the thing that worked for him, too, is he knew the analytics. So he mm -hmm. knew what the ratings were drawing when he would show up on the television. And he knew how that compared to others. So this wasn't just a case of emotion. And on top of that, it's safe to say that he had already gone to Tony Khan and said, hey, here's a situation. What can we do? He didn't just get up and walk out one day. Right. And I think that's the piece that you know we've got to consider if you go to your boss and say hey look i've got the numbers to back up what i'm asking you for and clearly you've got the ability and you're not doing it then you have to do something so i i think he was well within his right to do what he did and that's why i say it's a double-edged sword because i get where he's coming from and like you said he had the numbers to prove it and you know, again i feel like that's why maybe i'm not a billionaire because <laughs> i'm nice I'm, I'm nice enough to be like all right i see you you doing some bread I'm, I'm, you get me bread, I'm, we're going to eat together. That's how I look at it from my yeah. standpoint. But again, I'm not a billionaire, so I guess that's why. But I think, <laughs> to your point, I think by you doing that, you don't have people having to come to you and, and hold you up for money. Right, exactly. Right? You avoid like, so that whole situation altogether. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. But it depends. Like, you, you yeah. can't obviously give everybody one. Nobody's going to say demote me. Right. right. Nobody's going to say, hey, let me take a pay cut for the cause. Right. So as long as and I mean, obviously, you'd have to make that decision. If it's clear and present, then I mean, you know, it just makes sense. So and then also yeah. too, that's playing in his favor, most likely like the fact that he took his fiance, wife, girlfriend to Greece. Um, not to mm -hmm. say you have to be balling to go to Greece, but sure. uh, you have to be like your bank account has to be sit in a certain way to right. be able to sit at home. I remember yeah. I was working at TMZ and one of my bosses from a, a certain department, he didn't like somebody from another department and he's like, I'm out. Mm. You can only do that if <laughs> the bank account is sitting on a certain way because Fact. I was at a, another job where I was a producer 
and I literally, it was my last two weeks, like they gave me the end of, and you had, you had a choice. And I'm like, I'm going to stay for my two weeks because my bank account didn't look the way that I felt. Right. So I had to, right. it and I had to train my replacement. Mm. That's mm. the right That's right. Part. America. Yeah. But it's just like I had to start because my bank account didn't. So it's different when your bank account yeah. looks a certain way. I agree. Um, to, make these, to make these type of decisions. And for bigger companies, like uh, th there's some other rest, I'll, I'll speak to the wrestling promotions. Some of these deals are, are they're not in favor of, of the wrestlers. A lot not of at all. Wrestlers doing outside of uh, these companies. Sometimes mm -hmm. these wrestling companies either get 50% or all of the earnings mm -hmm. that the wrestler is supposed to get, even though that company didn't do any work. Right. So right. like yeah. a record company. So yes. So definitely uh, just want to shout the chat, shout to Ron, shout out to JD, mm -hmm. shout out to uh, Casey. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, JD with the comment, uh, she is, she's an artist there. Uh, there's only so much she's making per year. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know who we're talking about. Are, are we talking about right. this in general? Yeah. I missed, I missed the she, I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. Right. I missed the she part too. Yeah. But um, what else do we have? Let's see. Uh, Blue, did you want to talk about uh, AEW Grand Slam since you attended? <laughs> sure. I don't know. How did you know I go? Did anything we pay attention to this <laughs> thing. Come on. Uh, first of all, apparently, according to Ringside, um, this past Wednesday, Grand Slam episode boarding on an overnight viewership of $1.04 million, uh, .35 and 18 to 49 demographic, um, which is slightly lower than the week before but it still did very good in my opinion um i don't know how it came off on tv but it was a blast being there live um i saw some i watched back some of it to, just to see like how did the pop come out on tv it mm. did no justice for oh, the wow. claim it did no justice for pick um Soraya. um those were the, like two hottest people that night um in terms of of pop uh, but it was just a, a very enjoyable moment. It was dope. I do say that AEW keep a tight ship when you're there because they made sure that, at least on camera side, um, that there's no empty seats. <laughs> that shows oh, up sure. on TV. Um, mm -hmm. look, and I believe Amanda Hubbard was over, like, running that position, and she was just making sure that every time, even if you was going to the bathroom, somebody sat in your seat until you came back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to make sure that everything stays filled. Um, but in, overall, the show was just an amazing um, what is today? Friday. Okay. So mm -hmm. Rampage tonight. There's going to be some great matches going on mm -hmm. <laughs> to, to, so you can look out for. Also a scary yeah. moment, which is, yeah, I hope she's okay. Listen, give you, yeah. Which was some okay. of you guys' favorite night um, matches from that night? Or moments? Ooh. I mean, so, uh, Soraya was... That was big. That, that, that was it, but then I had some questions, and I, I feel we're going to talk about that, but that was an, a, a huge talk considering everything we've witnessed her go through, like, right. you know, her being on the sidelines, essentially she couldn't do Twitch. Then she could do Twitch. Then, you know, we just didn't see her for what a year and a half, two years. And then right. it's officially over. And then like, you know, we didn't know, I think we actually did talk about it where she was going to show up. She had, you know, so she might show up everywhere because AEW has more of those open contracts. Right. So to me, that was the highlight and the timing was perfect. Given the fact, I think the Wednesday we were talking about how um, the scrum kind of like, you know, tainted AEW a little right. bit compared to WWE, especially mm -hmm. since Triple H was doing so much and right. we're excited about WWE now. It's like, you can't, it's right. like, for instance, like you can't have two girlfriends. You only can be excited about one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's so, um, you know, well, even so. We'll get to that. We'll get to that later. Like, you know, when she says, I'm, I'm sensing something, like she knows. So mm -hmm. it's like you can't you can't do both. So I think this this was that the timing was perfect to yeah. you know try to forget a little bit of the stink from the uh, from the scrum. I do say yeah. they do, they hit a very nice reset ever since then. Uh, feels a lot more fresher. Seems more fluent. Is not so focused too much on certain like storylines and people are getting some time since the <laughs> whole situation. I feel like it's just it's just like all right, we gotta start from the beginning again, and it's been pretty refreshing in my opinion. JD, your yeah, but Santana in the, the chat saying Jer Jericho winning was a high point. 
Um, I mean, Kane is slotted to be here, I think, after 3.30, hopefully with some mm -hmm. good news. Um, but, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know, it was – yeah. Oh, he's here? Yes. Well, let's see when he, when he pops up. Continue, continue. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was <laughs> – well, so so tell me, what was the mood in the building for the world championship result? Because I had feelings on that one. Uh, it was a mixed. It was a mixed reaction. Everybody was actually shocked. It, everyone, of course, it popped everybody. Everybody stood to the feel like what? Like, and of course they applauded because it's Moxley, right? Um, and everybody loves Moxley, but it was just confusing just watching it go down. Like, wait, but we were so sure that it was Danielson's turn. <laughs> <laughs> and um, everybody was just like confused, but it, it still was a good vibe in there. Um, I feel like that's what sometimes AEW does well is like when you think they're gonna go somewhere with it, they don't, and they'll probably circle back to why a little bit later, which is long term storytelling, we like to say, right? Um, so it's an interesting fact to look at because Daniel Brian Danielson has been the type to put the title on those people that he respects, he did it to um, you know who I'm talking about. The, over at um, Jericho Association Society. Um, oh, you mean when he lost to Garcia? Right, Garcia. He, he he's put the title on Garcia when Garcia beat Wheeler and him doing it again. I feel like eventually this is going to be like, all right, I have to win the big one because he hasn't won the big one yet since he's been at AEW. Uh, he went to a draw with, with Hangman. and it, Was it Hangman or Kenny? It was both. He yeah, was both. both. Like, he hasn't really won the big one and this was his chance to like redeem himself now he lost to moxley twice essentially so i feel like this is gonna play later on the line but it was interesting to see it was like wow i'm guessing yeah. you didn't like it <laughs> I, I i i just thought i thought it was gonna be danielson's time um and i guess what didn't make sense to me is you know poor mox and i hate to say poor moxley but moxley carried this company during the summer, he had to be dubbed the interim champion. He finally gets deemed to be the real champion, only to lose a title 10 days later. Um, and then the champ then gets stripped, and now he gets back in a tournament. And so it's just kind of like, uh, you know, are, are we going to let him just finally have the kind of run that he deserves? And he was supposed to be out for six weeks on vacation. So right. the idea that he's come back, to now be champion, that just all felt really, really weird. Yeah, no, definitely. We, that's what, and that's part of it. it. Was like, all right, he's gonna go on vacation, right? We, he, Which he's deserved. <laughs> Which I mean, he deserves. He, he earned been, his vacation, no doubt about it. He's been nonstop for a while. Um, mm -hmm. but it was definitely an interesting uh, feel for the night. Uh, what is there outside of the Soraya, uh pop up? Did anything else surprise you guys, or how did you guys guys feel about? The special guest between uh, Fabulous, Wu Kid, Trina. We don't treat it in short. Oh, that. yeah. Um, well, before we do that. Uh oh. Uh oh. He got his own intro. He got his own hey, intro. Stop that. Stop Peace and chicken grease, my brothers and sisters. Hopefully, everybody had a good Friday. I'm wearing, a, can you guys see my shirt? That's a rabbit. I think it's a rabbit. It's a fried rabbit in honor of a the white rabbit, rabbit showing up. It's, it, it, it's something. But, uh, I think it's a turkey, but I was trying to make it a rabbit for the bits and pieces. But SmackDown's going to be ill tonight. But to jump in your conversations about, I guess we're doing an AEW Dynamite review. Yeah. I just want to say Chris Jericho, ROH world champion. You have to now spell Jericho. No longer J-E-R-I-C-H-O, but Jericho is now... J-E-R-O-H-C-O. Because that man is the R-O-H world champion. Jack Rock Call, ladies and gentlemen. Which I believe, Blue, is the reason why Brian Danielson lost. Because we're going to set up a Danielson-Jericho part 3 match. Mm -hmm. But this time for the R-O-H world championship. And the loyalty of Daniel it. Garcia. Uh -huh. Exactly. <laughs> because remember, Chris Jericho is it, it, going to be a Daniel Garcia Child custody on a pole match, clearly. Uh, Chris Jericho is the antithesis of an ROH wrestler. He doesn't do the handshake. He doesn't care about ROH. He just wanted to be a world champion again. But Daniel Bryan, the American Dragon, is the heart and soul of ROH, which is why he must win the company title. Uh, and I think Jericho is going to be the face of the company for them to try to get their TV deal as well. So, sorry, Claudio. But I think it's the way that this is going to go down. Well, poor Claudio. 
Yeah. Like, Claudio comes in like a house of fire, you know, does all this to take off the title from Jonathan Gresham. Gresham gets, uh, he decides to leave. And so we think we're going to build it on Claudio. And Claudio gets barely a two-month reign. Are so, we surprised, uh, though? Like, Ruby Soho is, like, out. the example of how, you know, how they treat their, um, their wrestlers. I, 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 am I don't agree with that. Though. I am a little <laughs> Oh, you're talking about, like, but I think with the situation with Claudio was that um, it was never a real plan for him to win it in the first place. Um, there was no real plan for the ROH, ROH championship to be switched hands. I guess whatever happened between uh, Gresham and Tony Khan between that time forced their hand to do whatever they did with Claudio until they find a plan for it. Because I never, I don't see Jericho, I don't see Claudio, and even if it's Brian Danson, I don't see Brian Danson going to Ring of Honor either. So eventually, you have to crown a certain champion that's going to be on that program. In the future, and I what think that's program? What When's the program happening? That part. <laughs> well, they still. Can we get well, a deal? Last, last thing he said when he was part of the media scrum. The last thing he said was that he's shopping for a TV deal for them. Um, he's and been that's, shopping. That's his focus. So is he just window shopping? Is he? Is he that's just all looking, he's doing. Are like they're gonna put it since March? But yeah, it, the thing, it, right? It's gonna it's, be on HGTV because all the window shopping. Thing. Nobody's gonna ever be happy because I feel like if they just did Ring of Honor and put them on YouTube, people would complain. If they didn't have a TV deal, people would complain. So it's no, it's a, it's a lose lose situation in my opinion. What it's do you not really I disagree. We're not seeing any content. I think yeah. content is better than no content. Like right. even like you're sprinkling it at AEW, but that's an entirely different brand. Yeah. Even though it's owned by the same person, it's an entirely different brand. So I think ROH people would want to see. It's somewhere. Yes, we'd love to see a TV deal because TV deal is big TV money. Like, right. I don't want to take anybody's bag. However, like the fact that we're not seeing it anywhere and you're just kind of throwing it in that, you know, yeah. 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 The, the, the other thing with that is I would have preferred that if he had bought Ring of Honor, that he had not announced that he bought Ring of Honor until he had a TV deal. That would have just made much more sense because we'd have absolutely no pressure on what's going on with Ring of Honor. The problem is Ring of Honor was on television. Now, he could have gotten them certainly a better TV deal because all they had was syndication. So getting them anything would have been great. But to sit here and to keep us in limbo for now six months, we are six months into this purchase. And the messed up part is you've got a world. You've got all the titles that are being defended. And you cannot, and this is, we saw this when they had this open door with Impact. You cannot have two world championships from two different brands on the same show and stress equal importance for those world championships. One is going to always take precedence over the other. And as long as they are on AEW television, the AEW world championship will take precedence. Have you ever seen the AEW world title defended on Dark? You have not, but you certainly seen the Ring of Honor world title defended there, and that should tell you plenty. Well, you and know. again, the <laughs> ROH champion was in a ladder match to try to win a shot at the AEW World Championship. If that you're part. a damn world champion, you don't compete to face the champion. Yeah, you no, are a champion. Was, it's that, a champion versus champion match. <laughs> that, that so terrible. that kind of tells you everything about that as well. But I think ultimately with Cesaro, I think we somehow revisit that random odd ending to the FTR Briscoes tag team match at Supercard of Honor in which Cesaro and Willa Yuta walked out. I think Cesaro is going to team up with Yuta to take on FTR for the ROH Tag Championship. So I think we're going to get that feud. Interesting. At least we have to because it was such a random ending. It was like, where is this going? So I think it's going to go there. We had Casey in the chat saying ROH just feels out of place when the titles are uh, dependent on AEW, which... I mean, I get I, it, it. It makes sense. Like you just like wait, what? Like how do you explain this to um, the casual uh, viewer? Yeah, right. It's <laughs> like wait, so you know, it's it's it gets confusing, and you want to make Very things confusing. as simple as possible because then they keep coming back. Um, right. With that being said, do we have any other AEW stories? Oh yes. We well, have one. we. We do, and it is actually connected to Ring of Honor and the like. And that is this. If you'll notice during that Ring of Honor world title match, um, when Ian Riccoboni 
was talking about the great former Ring of Honor champions. He mentioned names like Brian Danielson. He mentioned names like Samoa Joe. But there's one particular name he did not mention who was the first inductee into the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. That would be one CM Punk. Mm. So the fact that CM Punk's name is not being mentioned on AEW television or within the realm of Ring of Honor has had a lot of people asking questions. And so according to Wade Keller... He's saying at this point, the expectation is that CM Punk will likely not return to AEW and his contract could very well be bought out. So, of course, of course, he's he's injured right now for nine months. But at this point, they're looking to get potentially out of the deal with CM Punk. So it's highly possible that we may have seen CM Punk for the last time in an AEW ring. Now, will he show up in WWE? I don't know. I tend to say no. And considering right now, AEW is in somewhat of a, excuse me, WWE is in a bit of a youth revolution. I can't imagine them reaching out to Punk unless, you know, I mean, stranger things have happened, but we could have seen the end of CM Punk in a pro wrestling ring at this particular point. You know what, man? I am mad at it. We got our question answered. What if CM Punk came back to professional wrestling? We got our it scratched. Mm-hmm. We don't have to cheer his name in any arenas anymore. Like they we certainly got, aren't. Do you notice that? Yeah, we got CM Punk back in professional wrestling. Sometimes the reboot is not as good as the original show. And I think we got to see that in this moment with CM Punk. I think CM Punk clearly did it for the bag. He got himself in shape for the appearances on the Stars TV show Heels. So he was able to kind of get everybody excited about that by seeing him in tights again. We did the first dance. We did it in Chicago. Everybody got what they wanted out of it. CM Punk got relevant again. We don't have that him in the UFC looking swole like after Tommy Hearns beat up Martin. We don't have that anymore. We just have them leaning, just leaving, burning the bridge with the most epic shoot promo ever, which is what we've kind of always enjoyed about Punk anyway. So, say la vie. I'm mad at it. I'm with you. And he won a world championship again. So, everybody got what they wanted. They got their million dollars, AEW. They won it twice for a combined, I don't know, nine days as a champion, maybe. (laughs) And he ends up number three on the PWI 500. And he ends up number (laughs) three on the PWI 500. So cash money punk, baby. CM Punk, cash money punk. Let's get it. Wow. Oh, goodness. And then one last story for AEW. Anybody want to take this one? (laughs) Miss Ruby Soho. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Did you want to take that or do you want me to take that? Ruby, 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 so home. <laughs> well, more like Ruby, Ruby, so knows. Well, yeah. Yeah, you could say that. Uh, if you remember the opening match for all. I knew it was coming. Yeah, uh, I was, I was you lasted. I you did, did a good I job. Did. It was a good run. It was a good run. <laughs> Thank you. Well, the tried. opening match for all out, of course, was a uh, mixed tag match. And toward the end of that match, Tainara Conte had quite the move that she did on Ruby Soho. It ultimately resulted in Soho having a broken nose. So we've not seen her since All Out. So she was scheduled to make an appearance uh, at a show in the UK on October the 1st, but has released a video saying that because of her broken nose, she will not be able to attend and it does require surgery. So we don't know how long Ruby Soho will be out, but Soho is definitely out of action. She will be having the surgery. And uh, just another kind of sad moment because, again, we forget about Ruby Soho. In comes Soraya, and this is how the West is won. Uh, I mean, um, we, we talked about it in the first half. It looked devastating, and it didn't look right. Um, I'm glad she walked out of that match, period, the way it was like, man. Yeah, I'm glad she walked. Right, <laughs> like yeah, the way that was just like it was just a, a terrible, terrible put together match in terms of like safety and things like that, especially for Ruby. So I'm, I'm glad that she's able to. Oh, she walked away with it was just a surgery and should be True. back in what three, three months or so. 
Mm. Um, so I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Honestly, I'm okay with that because it could have been a whole lot worse the way we yeah. were seen. The way she got dropped match. on her head. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, just recklessly just let go. Like Man, but then would you, like, as, if this was you, right, and now you're back, and there, there's there's a fine difference between, like, accidents and um, I'm going to use my new, um, my new drop here. Uh, accidents and things that happen because you're allegedly, 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 allegedly. As a wrestler, to you know, those injuries happen. Like you know, I'd say there's a difference when you're 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 a wrestler and you know your ish and right. things happen. But there's a difference when mm-hmm. you're not as good of a wrestler and things happen because you're not that great. Right, good. So right. you mm-hmm. being a, like putting yourself in Ruby's shoes and you come back, do you want to? Either one, go back in the ring with that person to beat her ass, or two, stay as far from her as possible. I mean, stay as far as possible. AEW, they need some type of performance center. They need something to prevent this from happening. We are seeing too many wrestlers dropped square on their head and get in their faces busted. Okay, we just saw what happened with Athena and Britt Baker doing a move that mm-hmm. Athena ain't Braun Strowman, Athena ain't Wardlow. What are you doing, Athena, trying to carry two people on you? And she fell straight on Britt Baker's face and broke her nose again. Britt Baker's just got bloody faces and whatnot. Yeah. And it's just like, you think about that, you think about the injury to Ruby Soho, and it's just like, y- y'all got to have some type of meaning about this because you guys are, are literally killing each other. You're killing each other. For nothing. Uh, I wouldn't agree with the whole performance center thing because she definitely came from NXT Performance Center. It didn't help um, <laughs> in that sense. Uh, that's how. That's so. That's how uh, Britt Baker broke her face. I, we saw the. We just saw her got up and she had blood on her face. We didn't get a chance mm-hmm. to see the replay or anything like that. Yeah, um, yeah, they but, weren't gonna show that. Her whole yeah. body landed on her face. I, figured, right I was like, Yo, how did that face. land? And I'm like, mm-hmm. but we was all into it. We was like, yeah, this is fire. This check is good. Let's keep going. Um, but yeah, they definitely like they have to be careful with who they allow in the ring to do certain things because apparently, not everybody's trained to do everything they want to do. Um, in in the sense, so yeah, it's it's, it's wild out here. <laughs> it's really yeah, wild. and and and, and just a and spoiler alert: it... there's gonna be another issue tonight on on Rampage. <laughs> oh no! Okay, well, yeah. well, tu- well, tune in for that then to see yeah. wrestlers get concussed more. It's just one of those things that I hope Ruby Soho can get better. Didn't she have a concussion issue earlier this year as well? She, uh, she has some issues as well. So unfortunately, the injury bug's been getting her a lot. Her whole run's been very, very mid, unfortunately, through no fault of her own. It just seems mm-hmm. very unfortunate the things that have happened to her. Whatever momentum she has is completely gone. It's just mm-hmm. not... It's just not there. Even this feud, she wasn't even supposed to be teamed with Ortiz. She was supposed right. to be with Eddie Kingston, but Sammy yeah. Guevara decided to body shame old boy and get mm-hmm. chin checked for it. So it's just one of those situations where I hope Ruby Soho, if she feels like it, wants to get her receipt eventually if she gets back in the yeah, ring with Tay Mello. And as far as Britt Baker, we don't have an update on her nose yet. I don't think I've seen anything. But with her nose been broken so many times, Britt Baker is going to have to become a dentist and a plastic surgeon. It was already queued up. That was quick. Yes. I, 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 I know. I know. I like. I, I felt it coming. You know the but warning that, signs. So. You know, yeah. um, but that leads us to our very new segment, courtesy of Kane himself. Uh oh. Hello's. Or draw. Oh, <laughs> so started from voiceover. I think we, I think we missed a win. Play it again. Play it. No, you said it. You stupid. Lose or draw. Did y'all hear the win? Oh, my tripping. Yes, you did. I heard it. Okay, I'm tripping. You want to play it again for gotcha. <laughs> Three times, just to be sure. Oh this God. guy. So, Three makes it done. Our segment is called Win, Lose, or Draw. And since we had a lot of AEW news, and given um, what I was saying, how the scrum you know, really threw off a lot of things, do you think AEW is positioning themselves after this week for a win? Or is it still an L? Or did they draw this week? Well, according to the ratings, uh, they drew pretty well. No, but I think this week for AEW was a win. Here's why. 
because we got advancement on the most important thing, and that is the world championship picture. There's definite, it's not the guy who I wanted to win, but once again, it's John Moxley. And now we know that this sets up John Moxley against MJF. I know whomever wins the battle royal tonight, they get the shot at Moxley on the October 19th Rampage uh, Dynamite. They ain't winning. You know what I mean? Like, this is clearly for MJF and Moxley. Maybe MJF cashes in that day, but the beef will be MJF and Moxley at the next pay-per-view, which is full gear, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which will be at full gear, which kind of makes the winner of the Battle Royal kind of funny that it is who it is, and they're going to lose anyway. But I believe it's going to be Mox MJF at full gear. Professor Bonner? Uh I guess it's a win. I guess it's a win. Um, And I'll say that because, you know, this Grand Slam situation has been built now for the last two years as their biggest event of the year, which at first we thought it was all out. But because they can get more people in, um, this is considered to be big. Now, all out was a million dollar gate for them. Uh, This ended up being their first million dollar TV gate. So that's a win. You got a million uh, viewers tuning in. You had four or five championship matches. It was loaded. It was a loaded show. Uh, They got a lot of content out of there. And again, it was a super hot crowd. Uh, You got people talking. Jericho is the Ring of Honor champion. We finally got the approved as the tag team champions. A great women's title match. We know who the world champion is. And nobody's interim. At least Tony Storm still is. But only one interim champion right now. That's a win. And I think the big thing is we get to be focused again on wrestling and what's happening inside of the ring for AEW. They need that. They need more shows like this to keep us focused. And they're doing a great job of not slipping up by talking about Punk, the Bucks, Omega, or anything connected to that. So I'd say this is a win. I, too, yeah. approve the acclaim as champion, G-Money. <laughs> I didn't say I approved, but yeah. it is what it is. Definitely, I feel like this is a win for them. Like I said, ever since the medium scrum and the whole situation, they've hit a hard reset. And I feel like by doing the reset, they've been able to focus more on storylines um, in general for most of the roster because now they have to a lot to fill in. So it's giving other people some opportunities um, to step in and step up. Moxie clearly is carrying the company again. You can't go wrong with Moxie. He's been doing he's been doing great in that role to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. It's just gonna be interesting to see how it's handled with MJF and you know, like you said, Brian Danson and Chris Jericho. There's a lot that you have to question now, and see. We got Soraya coming in as well in that uh, women's um, trios match. Was it a trios match? No, was it? It was a four-way. It was a uh, four-way. It was a four-way. Okay. I was confused because Serena Dibbs just, just joined them and jumped the others. I was like, what the heck is happening here? Yeah, that was, that was awkward. That was awkward turtle. <laughs> like, I didn't know what was happening there. Like, yo, you just, okay, I guess y'all heels. Y'all heels. I get it. Um, but yeah, definitely, like, in the, like I said, from the standpoint from the crowd, we really enjoyed the night. It flowed very well. Um, it was well put together. All together, it gave us some prize, surprises. We didn't think Jericho was going to win the title. We didn't think Moxley was going to win the title. And sometimes wrestling is some is so predictable that you don't get to enjoy the things that you should. And when they throw things like that in there, it's it's pretty dope. So it's it's interesting right now for both companies because now we can find out who the white rabbit is. Yeah, and I want to say a win, a bonus win is for Blue and his seats. I seen you, man. Them pictures nah. look amazing. Yeah, that was, that was I was like, dope. boy, I watched them that. shirts I like, are selling. TV, yeah, them, I said them <laughs> shirts are selling, boy. Woo. <laughs> Trap house jumping like joy out here. That boy was right up there. I ain't mad at it, man. So yeah, yeah man. Chelsea oh, did y'all hear the um f your birthday? Y'all want to hear the back like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, please. So there was a section where we were saying that. And the guy that was dressed like um, Orange Cassidy that kept showing Ca- on the yeah. screen, he kept holding his sign up during matches. Even while he was sitting down, he kept holding his sign up. And the back of it says, this is my birthday. So the whole section just said, F, your birthday. Your birthday. Until he turned yeah. around and was like, yo, put your sign down. Like, you trying to watch the match. That's hilarious. You, you dweeb. Right. Like, come on, man. Like, come on, fam. You know like, how mad we have down, to be. At- literally, he's sitting down and holding his sign up like you know, this. I'm like, yo, my man's like. <laughs> like, that gives any excuse. Like, you know, listen, you're clearly an asshole every other day. Try right. not to be one on, on your birthday, guy. <laughs> that was an asshole. 
Um, not- well, I, I think it is a draw for AEW, um, meaning that they, they have a little bit of time. But again, with all companies and the way life is set up, you have their ups and downs. So I think this is a down, but you know, kudos to Tony Khan and the team. They're figuring things out. I think they had Sarai in the pocket. So they're just kind of waiting for a good time. And this was definitely a good time for her to show up. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm definitely for that. And that marks our very first. Lose or draw. That's right. That's right. Uh, Blue, we clearly, we spare no expense here. We spare no expense with our production. Blue, where can everybody find you? You can follow me at Blue Magic Grind, spell how it's down for your wear. You can follow at the Mix Tag Show. Shout out to my tag team partner, Miss Jenna Baby, B A Y B E. We should be returning in the next couple of weeks or so. We're still trying to figure out time, honestly. It's just time. Yeah. Um, so look out for that. If you haven't already, cop a shirt from For Your Wear. We got WT up there. We got, you know, something else, Pa. We got, you know, uh, Key Squad. We got a lot of people. So mm-hmm. um, if you, ha- you want to sell t shirts, holler at me. We could set up a store for you. And that's about it. All right, well, there it is. And, uh, you know, have a good meal with the babies. Yes. <laughs> Buy T-shirts from Blue so next time he's sitting in the ring. He just doesn't have ringside <laughs> seats. Ring, he's literally the in the gun. ring. I just got to sit next to West Side Gun and just, I'm good. Yes, I mean, <laughs> hey, that's Billy Gunn's son, West Side Gun. So just ask one of them to get you some seats. You'll be good. One more for the road. Hey, what? No! <laughs> okay, and also, Blue, when you go, I want to chime in because I do agree it was very dope to have like Trina, Fabulous, right. DJ Who Kid. It looked like my 2002 book of CDs, but right. it was still fire. I meant and to now, say that in my win that they, they yeah. low key has been a lot of like, they've been trying to incorporate a lot of more representation into their shows. You kind of got to give a dub for that because they've been handling it pretty well from Westside Gun performance and bringing different rappers and things of that nature. Actually, Bronson wrestles tonight. Like, yes. <laughs> that's good for yeah. hip hop, in my opinion. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, what? F- Fabulous Who Kid, Westside Gun, yeah. Kevin Trina. Gates, Trina, the baddest chick. And listen, Isaac trying to jump in. Like we all know what AEW now stands for. AEW stands for All Ebony Wrestling. Wow! Another one before I go. All right, guys. That's what a culture. <laughs> thank you guys for having me. See all right, thank you. Have week. a good weekend. Have a good weekend. Blue. <laughs> See you, brother. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Uh, I think I think it's time. With that being said, heel of the day. Who do we have? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, 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 well. So for the heel of the day, we actually, dare I say, have a tag team. Okay. Let's first start with uh, the first man in on this team, which would be the head coach of the Boston Celtics, Ime Udoka, who has been suspended for the entire NBA season. Now, they initially said this is because of a violation of team policies. But then when you begin to dig in, we find out that he had a consensual relationship with a female member of the team's staff. Now, someone like me who didn't necessarily know all the details, I'm just like, okay, how is that an infraction? Then I understand that a certain Neil Long was trending on the socials. And I didn't put two and two together until I discovered that, yeah, Nia Long had been the longtime partner of uh, this coach for going on 10 years. And in fact, it was just a wee two weeks ago that Nia packed up her things, brought her boys and moved to Boston so she could be closer to uh, her main squeeze at the time. Uh, so yeah, Mr. Udoka, uh, probably not a good move to potentially lose your relationship with Nia Long and lose your job for the entire year. And it's suspended and, uh, they will then decide what they're going to do, uh, with him afterwards. But I'm not exactly sure that whomever this young lady is, uh, was worth the entire season. So Yeah, uh, kind sir, Mr. Udoka, you are part one of our heel of the day. Heel of the day! (laughs) 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 
clearly but we spared no expense. more. No, yeah, clearly we spared no expense on production here on WWE Live. <laughs> Listen, first of all, Emi Adoko's a hill for being the first black man to ever cheat. Clearly, the first black man to ever cheat in the history are, of are black men this? society. He's the first are man to really? ever just be wow. called cheating. So he's a hill for that, you know, because black men don't cheat. Except for Emei Duco. So he must got like German in him or something like that. You know, I don't know what M.A. is German for a cheater. Cheater Doko is that the American name? My hill of the day goes to M.A. Doko's employer, question mark. I'm talking about the Boston Celtics is my hill of the day for how cloudy and murky they have been about this situation. Now, usually with the Boston Celtics, they've been a pot of gold, if you will, going to the 2022 NBA Finals, everything's looking up, and then this information drops at like 11 o'clock on a Wednesday night, just random as hell, and we don't know what it is or what could be happening, but the suspension was possible at first, but now the suspension has been confirmed while they investigate what are you doing suspending him? If if what he did was so bad, then fire him. Why do you just have him in employee purgatory, in purgatory, if you will, that's one word, uh, and not really explaining what happened? If you're going to tell it, then you got to tell it all. Oh, tell it all, Boston Celtics. <laughs> if Emei Odoko has been cheating allegedly with a female member of his staff, no, we're going to get these confessions out, okay? It's Boston. They're Celtics. They're Catholic. This is what they do. They confess. They confess their sins. Oh they need to announce on a Sunday mass situation what exactly has been going on because we don't know. There's been a lot of rumors, a lot of internet chatter. You just can't say we're going to suspend them for a year for conduct detrimental to the team. Why suspend them for a year? You need to bring him back or fire him. You know what I mean? We don't know what the code of conduct. I apologize to your neighbors and or tip me at Kane McCoy on Venmo, Cash App, all of that. But tell us what it is. So that's why I feel like the Celtics are heels because they're very murky about this. They just put this out to embarrass Adoka, if you will, because from all points, it seems like it was a consensual relationship. It was consensual. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if it was cons so if it was consensual, why does the news need to be out there? Well, you see what I'm saying? Like, what, what off, does it matter? Well, yes, I get what you're saying. But first off, uh, it is, I'll give you an example why I'm going with this. I remember when Cody, Kobe passed away and they brought up the, the issues and the court case that Kobe had like years ago. And I called uh, my one of my mentors who's in the news industry and I'm like, why are you bringing this up when this man is, is, is dead? And she pretty much said that when you are a public person or when you're in the industry you are now like you're it's it's free reign like you know there are some things that you shouldn't do but you could talk about people's kids you can do whatever so with that being said this stuff has to be brought to light because this is a public person and on top of that too we don't know what is in the handbook the hr book as far as you know fraternizing with people who are in the same like it are in the same company and i'm willing to bet that you're not supposed to and now there's also a lot of we're in a very murky time period as far as if they fired him could he come back with some stuff that you know they already did some illegal stuff anyway so there's a lot of things that are going on that we're just not going to know well if he violated the handbook then fire him <laughs> you know if how can he do something so egregious that it only warrants a one-year suspension? It's either Uchiwali or one Mike. Which one is it, bro? Did If you did something so horrible and dastardly, then you need to be removed from your job. You can't be like, all right, well, we're going to – because you, he's a great coach, no doubt about it. He took a team mm -hmm. to the NBA Finals. He's from the Greg Popovich tree. He's a mm -hmm. great coach. But how do you just keep him in limbo? How do you Lady Frost – impact wrestling him if you will not use him but have him on the contract and do nothing with him and if he did something egregious then just let him go let him go let him go that's frozen also relatable to lady frost see it all ties back into wrestling folks everything's a gimmick that's all i'm saying but hill of the day are my boston celtics maybe we can settle this in like a match between brad stevens and Ime Adoko.
in the Boston Garden. Heel of the day! <laughs> that is the heel of the day. If you guys have a heel of the day, feel free to let us know in the comments. Shoot us an email at TK Trinidad. Wow, wow. Do not do that. One, I'm not on there like that. Probably Professor Bonner, you wanna you wanna hit up more often because he's he's we're not I'm not I'm not on it. I'll be like, what is this? Yeah. Um, yeah. So WWE. <laughs> Friday Night Smackdown tonight, y'all. I don't know if you guys did a preview earlier, but no, we spoke about the White Rabbit shirt going on We sale. haven't. We yeah. have not talked about the White Rabbit shirt. So that Oh, okay. Me. Clearly, I got the bootleg version. This is the version that uh, I got from down the street. Uh, uh, clearly, it's supposed to be a rabbit, but it's a turkey. It's a cooked rabbit or something like that. Uh, the White Rabbit shirt is on sale now. If you guys want to purchase it, of course, there's the 923 tweets that's been going around. Who is the White Rabbit? G Money, who do you think the White Rabbit is? Well, we had a full analysis of it on Wednesday. And, you know, I honestly did not expect the shirts to be up on WWE Shop already before the debut. So this gets very interesting. As we said, it, it could potentially be three people. It could still be Karrion Cross in referencing uh, his Lucha Underground days. It could be. Uh, Finn Balor referencing the demon. It could be Bray Wyatt, which is what a lot of people think that it is. Um, the fact that there's a shirt means that it's somebody. And yeah. so somebody's going to show up tonight on SmackDown, which will make SmackDown must see. Uh, watch it live so that no one spoils it for you. But uh, yeah, it, it should like Kane be. does in the chat for you. Yeah, Kane doesn't even know, but we, let's just tell it. Yeah, I had to mute. Uh, and and take off the notifications for our WhatsApp chat because uh, Kane has spoiled a few things for me. And I'm That's what you were like, talking about earlier. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah okay, said, doesn't rather than I'll, I'll just sorry. turn my notifications off and you know let Kane have his moment. And oh my you know. gosh! All, All right. right. So in the event that I don't watch live, then uh, my <laughs> notifications will be off. My Twitter notifications are off. All of it's off. So yeah, you are dedicated. <laughs> I have wow. to because they will spoil it fast. You will spoil it. That's like it. I'm like, oh, oh my man. gosh, so, that's yeah. absolutely hilarious. Well, I'm back yeah. to tweeting on Twitter as opposed to tweeting on MySpace, but I'm back to tweeting on Twitter. So all of my points will go there. I've only hit the group chat because I wasn't on Twitter, so I wasn't socially uh, active. But now I'm back socially active. I got a doctor's note so I could be socially active in these hilarious. streets again. And, but I'm excited um, about this white rabbit. Like I, I'm yeah. really excited about this. And I, I mean, G, yeah, Finn Balor's in the middle with Judgment Day, so I don't, I don't think it's going to be him unless they pull I a mean, swerve. But that's the thing. Like, it, what, what if, what if this carrying cross thing ends up somehow crossing into Judgment Day, and they end up doing a you know, uh, Raw SmackDown version of this? Like, it, I mean, like the cool thing is. I just had this thought, like, is there any way we could be disappointed with this white rabbit? I don't know. That's, like, I mean, as, that's what as it has as to be Bray, right? It has to be Bray then, because well, it, I don't think to me it has to be Bray or something with Karrion Cross, um, referencing but, Lucha. But but do but do enough people remember the Karrion Cross? Did well, enough people the see the Karrion Cross gimmick? I in Lucha? think. Here's the thing. I think WWE these days has started to start play has worked to play to the wrestling historian. For instance, they brought Dexter Loomis with no introduction, none. And we hadn't seen him. He had never been on Raw or SmackDown. He had only been an NXT commodity. Um, so and even Gargano, primarily an NXT commodity. So they really decided we're going to play on our own history here. So I, I think now personally, I think Bray is the leading candidate for it. Um, I would be shocked if it's anybody other than Bray. The question, even with it being Bray, is what version of Bray are we getting? Are we getting something brand new that we've never seen with Bray? Are we getting uh, the Fiend? Are we getting, you know, the the Bray before? Like, which one are we getting? I don't know. But uh, and if it and if it is the White Rabbit, what on earth could he do? Because if you guys have been paying any attention to all of the stuff he's been doing on YouTube since he's been released, his creativity is through the roof. Correct. So I, yeah, I think it's going to be yeah. must-see TV tonight. I think they're going yeah. to uh, hit a home run. 
And and I think with Cross, it's hard to do because if you're going to do that, you you, you got to have Paul London, right? Paul London was with him in Lucha Underground. You so, could. You, you know, and I don't think enough people will really know that. So that's why I'm saying it might have to be Bray. This is new footage of Bray Wyatt training, actually, that mm-hmm. uh, emerged today. It looks like he's in good shape. It looks like he's ready to go. Again, yeah. I hearken back to that interview with Ariel Hawani with Triple H when asked about a couple of names, including Braun Strowman, including Bray Wyatt. He spoke very highly of the two. He spoke highly of Bray Wyatt, especially being one of the most creative minds. Now, of course, sometimes mm-hmm. he'd be too creative getting into his own way. But who that little black baby? Anyway, uh, it's probably his, his baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, what is that? yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I thought the baby was more a little light skin than that, but okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, Wait, what? What, did, what was that? So, uh, hey, man, y'all right? stop playing in the chat. <laughs> the white <laughs> rabbit apparently is always performing itself in a different creature. All right. Well, the thanks for taking time out, the us. white rabbit, before your debut. Hey, white <laughs> rabbit, could. Um, could you give me a discount code so I could check out and get your new shirt for free? Is it possible I can get a discount code? Is it like you? You, you would be the one I, when the white I, rabbit shows up to ask him that of all things. When opportunity presents itself, Jeez. you need to hop along and make sure oh. it happens. Wow! Wow! Uh, you didn't let me go over what? to the other screen. What? What? You don't you don't even to go to the other screen? You could just like happy. You're so oh. rabid when when hit that button, like a rabid animal. Wow, ah, ah. <laughs> but, that's like, whoever you are, rap, white rabbit is just like the timing was. You're brilliant. Yeah, yeah, you're brilliant. Yeah. I really yeah. enjoy the emoji usage of the red ring and also the affirmation rabbit. Um, and do you guys think he debuts at nine twenty three? He's gonna debut. I do. At, like like when they time it out. I do appointment listening, which to your point, G Raw and SmackDown have really been appointment viewing for yes. those of us of a certain um acquired uh time on earth. We remember, <laughs> yeah, I know Jenny's like, all right, that's enough for me. <laughs> we remember like when there were no replays, there were no on demand, you had to be in your seat at eight o'clock to watch wrestling. And that's what this feels like. I don't even want to watch it on replay. I don't want to watch no. Twitter results. I need to see this full time to get that full. Yeah. I was and, there where I was. And, the, and so two things. One, KC, I was going to mention that. That's the way that it can disappoint us is if it is indeed the white. <laughs> um, but I think there's absolutely no way they're going with that. Uh, Adam the, Rose return. Yeah. The, the second thing is now you have to watch Raw and SmackDown completely uninterrupted. Like, I'm the type that I'll watch and I'll still do stuff on my phone mm-hmm. and things like that. But you will miss something like that whole QR code I initially missed. I had yeah. to go back and I was like, wait, what? So, yeah, it, you have to watch little Easter eggs. Everything. everything. They're just dropping little things here. So, no telling what they're going to drop tonight. And I will say this I don't think I've been this anticipated about a buildup since, wow, and I have to go back for this since Y2J. You know, when they did the whole countdown to 2000, that was super creative. It came out of nowhere. We weren't sure when it was going to happen. And then when the countdown started happening, we were like, what could this be? And Mm -hmm. it it ended up being Jericho. I think they can do tonight something very, very serious. And yeah. yeah. And Professor, let's think about this, fam. This is only one week in the making. I was well, at the SmackDown last weeks, Friday. Though. Yeah. When they, did, when, did, when they did a white rabbit? Oh, well. well yeah. when, when they when, were playing. When they, were they started playing, playing Feed Your Head. I don't know if they played it the Raw on Monday, but when we was at SmackDown Friday, everyone was right. like, what the hell is happening? Right. And then they did it again on Monday. We didn't know what was going on. It was doing commercial. Everything yep. started playing. So the buildup mm-hmm. for this to almost transmedia, if you will, for all my transmedia people, not only do it on TV, but do it behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Yes. Do it doing for the live audiences only for it could make it online and then doing it uh now on tv is just it's just amazing so well done triple h well done to all the creative we're going to be watching tonight can't wait can't wait can't wait to see what goes down i got my i got my shirt on my my rabbit shirt i'm ready yeah i'm looking forward to it's gonna be great oh goodness oh goodness uh oh do we want to talk about 
no, because we kind of, that kind of, yeah, I think we're good. Um, with that being said, uh, <laughs> Professor Bonner, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me, of course, at Bonnerfied on all the platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. It's been a busy and full and fun week. Um, Championship District Wrestling, our full show dropped on YouTube this past Wednesday, so you can check that out. The latest episode of SHW dropped this week on IWTV, so you can check that out. And then this Sunday, wow, I'm really excited about it. Battle Slam, the aftermath, live on Fight TV. Uh, it's on pay-per-view, so you can check it out. And if you have not heard, I will be in the commentary booth with whew, Caprice Coleman. I'm very, very excited nice. about this. This is going to be very, very special. So I hope you guys will tune in this Sunday as we crown a brand new world champion. The Icon World Championship will be uh, crowned at Battle Slam. It's going to be crazy. So uh, join us again. That's this Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern on Fight TV. And Mr. Kane McCoy, where can everybody find you? Yeah, man. Follow me at Kane McCoy, C-A-I-N-M-C-C-O-Y. You can also follow me on my burner account, ladies, slide in my DMs, at M-A-Odoko, I-M-E-U-D-O-K-A. That's my burner account, if you guys want to slide <sighs> Well, also shout out to White Rabbit for dropping in some clues. Um, yes. yes, thank you. It's going to be a very irresistible episode of SmackDown with the White Rabbit. <laughs> That was <laughs> make sure you check out um all our articles. Uh just FYI, it is Hispanic Heritage Month. So we have articles dropping every um day of this month. So definitely check that out. Um www.talkpod.com. Check out all our social media, www.talkpod. Uh you can check me out on everything at TK Trinidad. I think that's I think this weekend's kind of light. So it's a good thing. Um, other than that, uh, WWT Live is here Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays, 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern. Other than that, thank you guys so much for joining us. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao, y'all. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. <laughs>